Hello friends, Zachary Stockhill here from RetroactiveJealousy.com and in today's video I'm going to talk about one of the biggest mistakes that I see intelligent people making when they're struggling with any kind of emotional or psychological disorder. And while I'm at it, I'll just mention that I'm currently putting together a list of new questions from people like you for new topics, new videos on this channel. And if you have a question for me or you'd like me to cover something which you haven't seen me cover before, please let me know. I'd really like to hear from you. You can leave a comment beneath this video and tell me all about it. So I was on a coaching call recently with a young man struggling with retroactive jealousy, as I often am at least several times a week. And I was reminded of one of the issues that I see retroactive jealousy sufferers, obsessive jealousy sufferers facing over and over. It's an issue that I was certainly facing back many years ago when I was struggling with retroactive jealousy. And frankly, I think it's an issue that more intelligent or, or above average intelligent people struggle with more than others. And when I say above average intelligent, I've done a little bit of research on this. I've done a lot of surveying my audience. And certainly I have a lot of experience interacting with literally hundreds of retroactive jealousy sufferers inside the secret Facebook group I created for my premium online course, Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast. I think I have a pretty good handle on my audience. I think I have a pretty good handle, at least for the people who are truly committed to doing the work, truly committed to putting retroactive jealousy behind them. And in my experience, you know, with rare exceptions, it seems to be that the majority of people struggling with this issue, at least the majority of people who actually are really actively committed and joining my course, signing up for coaching, things like this, the majority of these people are, shall we say, above average intelligent. They're often very deep, and analytical thinkers. They often did very well in school and they're often very intellectual. And, you know, not to puff myself up too much, but I think that I have, you know, fit some of those characteristics. And, you know, this is an issue that I dealt with and it's an issue that I see a lot of them dealing with as well. And this issue is focusing too much on the why and not enough on the how. That sounds really abstract. Just hear me out for a moment. So, when we have a really big problem in life, whether it's related to money or perhaps our relationships or our friendships or there's some emotional you know, strife that we're going through or anything else, or when something big happens to us that we don't like, some kind of big momentous change in our lives, such as you know, we lose our job or our partner leaves us or our partner cheats on us or whatever it is, there's this big question of why? Why did this happen to me? Why me? Why did my partner do these things? Why did I lose this job that I was, thought I was doing so well at? Why did I lose this money and this investment that I thought was such a sure thing? What went wrong? Why, 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 why? And frequently, it's a really good idea to spend some time getting to the bottom of why. Why this happened. And, and in particular, learning as much as we can about the why so we can prevent the situation from repeating itself in the future, getting the answers about why so we can give ourselves the best shot of avoiding this kind of negative or damaging situation in the future. I am not going to say that it isn't important sometimes to really think about why. For example, when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy, overcoming obsessive jealousy, I spend a lot of time in both of my courses on jealousy, both Get Over Your Partner's Past Fast as well as my new course, The Overcoming Jealousy Blueprint, giving people the tools, giving my students the tools to really get to the bottom of why. Why are you struggling with retroactive jealousy? Why are you struggling with obsessive jealousy in your relationship? 
where is this coming from primarily? It is absolutely, I think, very important to have some clarity on these questions. But for a certain percentage of my audience, for a certain percentage perhaps of some of you watching this video, the why is never going to quite feel like enough. In other words, you might get a pretty broad answer, a pretty comprehensive answer to this question of why. For example, why are you struggling with retroactive jealousy? Or another question that I often receive in my email inbox, a question that is frequently on the, the minds of retroactive jealousy sufferers, why did my partner do all these things in their past? Why did they do this? Why did they date that idiot guy? <laughs> or why did my boyfriend date that really trashy woman? Whatever it is, why, 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 why? To some extent, I do really think it's important getting to the bottom of those questions. But what I'm saying in this video is quite frequently, when these people get to the bottom of those questions, it isn't really satisfying. It's never enough. You know, I, I use this phrase all the time in this channel, like don't ask your partner endless questions about your past because you're perpetuating this self-destructive cycle and it's never going to be enough. The solution to retroactive jealousy, the solution to obsessive jealousy does not lie in answering or sorry, asking your partner endless questions about their past over and over and over and over again. This issue does not work like that. There's no end to the questions. You know, there's, there's other solutions. There's deeper solutions that go far beyond asking your partner more questions. But anyway, there is a certain value in getting to the bottom of why. Why your partner made certain choices that you don't agree with in their past. And why you think you are struggling with retroactive jealousy. Maybe it's social conditioning. Maybe it's a previous history of obsessive compulsive behavior. Maybe even obsessive compulsive disorder. Betrayal in past relationships, etc., etc. It's worth getting clarity about those things. But at a certain point, it's time to focus less on the why and more on the how. And what I mean by how is, okay, we've got most of the answers we need in terms of the why. It's never going to be enough. It's never going to be as comprehensive as we might like, but that's okay because now it's time to focus on the how. Taking the lessons in my online courses seriously. Taking some of the advice I offer on this channel seriously. Learning from a network of literally thousands of retroactive jealousy sufferers from around the world what actually works and equally important, what does it? Because at this point, my friends, it's pretty clear when it comes to overcoming retroactive jealousy, overcoming obsessive jealousy, it's pretty clear what works and what doesn't. The how is far more clear than it was back when I was struggling with this issue, you know, more than 10 years ago, or I guess 10 years ago, or however long it was. Because back in those days, it was kind of a wilderness when it came to looking for information about retroactive jealousy. There really was very, very little. Nowadays, there's plenty of people on YouTube. There's people writing books. There's people like me. There's people coaching. There's therapists. And there's more and more research being done. So you can read about that on my blog at retroactivejealousy.com. Anyway, what I'm saying is there's quite a lot of information in terms of the actual how of overcoming retroactive jealousy and endlessly focusing on the why. Why did your partner do certain things? Why did they make certain choices? Why are you struggling with this when your best friend doesn't care at all about his partner's past or her partner's past? Focusing too much on the why will drive you absolutely crazy. And the thing is, you know, at, at the top of this video, when I mentioned above average intelligent people taking my course, signing up for coaching, sending me emails, et cetera, et cetera, a lot of these people feel that the intellect is the solution to all of their problems because they're used to getting pretty clear-cut answers maybe in their academic research or in their jobs or you know whatever. They're used to getting a much more clear answer in terms of why certain events in their life 
are taking place. And for certain events in life that cause us a lot of pain, that cause us a lot of grief, that cause us a lot of stress, you know, there's never going to be a really deeply satisfying why. And that's just the way it is. And frankly, if we don't accept that, if we don't accept that for certain issues in life, certain questions we have in life, the why is never going to be quite satisfying enough. If we don't accept that, we're setting ourselves up for endless frustration, endless heartache over and over and over again. Now, coming back to this issue of the why and focusing too much on the why, let's say in terms of retroactive jealousy. So if retroactive jealousy has been a big issue for us for many years, if, for example, we look at our partner and we look at our current relationship and we think things are so great, things are so wonderful, there's just this one issue that I can't work past. Why did my partner do certain things in their past? Why did he or she make certain choices? Why did he or she make certain mistakes in his or her past? You know, we focus so much on the why because retroactive jealousy has kind of ballooned in our consciousness to this enormous issue. And so we've got this enormous problem in our life on the one hand, this huge problem that is taking away our joy, taking away our happiness, taking away from our ability to enjoy life, our ability to enjoy our partner, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This huge issue. And on some level, we feel like there will be an equally huge explanation for that issue or an explanation, shall we say, for our partner's choices in the past. We've got this big problem and we want this big answer in terms of you know, the why. What caused this problem? Why did this problem come into my life? Why did my partner make certain choices in their past? And the simple truth of it is life doesn't work that way all the time. There are certain big events in life that don't really have a really satisfying why. And when there isn't a really satisfying why, we find ourselves wasting a lot of energy and creating whys out of thin air to satisfy this desire to have a bigger comprehensive why to match the size and scale and proportion of the problem in our life. Or shall we say the momentous event that we're currently struggling with. Here's an example. The JFK assassination. Okay, <laughs> bear with me for a second. I realize it's kind of insane that I'm linking the JFK assassination to retroactive jealousy, but bear with me here because I was thinking about this when I was putting together this idea for this video. So for those of you who don't know, President John F. Kennedy was gunned down in Dallas, Texas in November of 1963. And the official explanation was that it was this lone nut, Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed him single-handedly. He's totally by himself acting alone. This was the official explanation. This is what the government tried to put out there. And initially, this is what a lot of people believed, or at least wanted to believe when this first happened all those years ago. As many of you probably know, since then, the JFK assassination has become the biggest, you know, most popular, most grandiose conspiracy theory on the entire planet. There's been so many books written about it. There's been documentaries and there's all kinds of videos on YouTube if you Google JFK assassination. And some of these, frankly, a lot of this material is absolutely insane. With the craziest theories you've ever heard of and 13 gunmen on the grassy knoll and like he was killed by a dart from an umbrella and like it, it's ballooned into this into this crazy explanation for many people that really is, is based in just about nothing. And one of the theories in terms of why the JFK assassination has become the biggest conspiracy theory of all time and people are so obsessed with finding answers to it, finding the why, is because the official and I believe the most likely explanation is not very satisfying. 
On the one hand, you've got the President of the United States in his prime, gunned down by this zero, this loser, Lee Harvey Oswald. It doesn't match up. It feels like, okay, if there's this enormous loss, this great man who's murdered, you know, shouldn't he be part of some grand conspiracy or shouldn't it be a, as part of a bigger purpose or maybe it was Castro or the Soviets, or <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. What I'm saying is the why isn't very satisfying. And people have, in my view, wasted a lot of time trying to create these grandiose whys and these huge comprehensive explanations that really bear little resemblance to the actual reality because the actual reality is pretty unsatisfying. So there you go. I can't believe I linked the JFK assassination <laughs> to retroactive jealousy, but I hope I've made my point. What I'm saying here is don't waste too much time trying to get to the bottom of why, why your partner made certain choices in their past, why you're struggling with retroactive jealousy. To some extent, yes, it's absolutely valuable to have some of those answers, but at a certain point, enough is never gonna feel like enough, and you kinda of just have to live with that. And it's probably time to pivot your energy, to redirect your energy, less toward the finding out why and getting to the bottom of why, and more toward the discovery of how. How do I start moving on? How do I start healing? How do I start overcoming retroactive jealousy? How do I start, how do I start overcoming obsessive jealousy? Redirect direct your energy less toward the why and more toward the how because I believe that's gonna be a far better use of your time and energy. Okay, thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> this is kind of a weird abstract video for you. Never thought I'd be linking JFK to retroactive jealousy. Anyway, what did you think of this? Does any of this resonate? Do you find yourself wasting a lot of time looking for the why when you should be focusing on the how? What did you think of what I had to say today? Do you have any theories on JFK? <laughs> If you do, please be sure to leave a comment below. I'd, I'd really like to hear from you. And if you benefited from this video and you'd like me to keep doing this, please take a moment to let me know by clicking the like button below, making sure you are subscribed to my channel, and I'll talk to you again very soon. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.